0: This is Melissa Hale Spencer, the editor of the Altamont Enterprise, here this morning with Nancy Lawton. Welcome, Nancy. Thank you, Melissa. And I learned about Nancy because every year at this time for the last few years, we've gotten a notice about a golf tournament. And Nancy, in fact, is wearing a polo shirt that says (laughs) Douglas Lawton Golf Tourney. Golf outing. I can't read from across the table. (laughs) Doug was her husband. And I'd just like to hear a little bit about Doug. Tell us, tell us, Doug has died, I should mention that, (laughs) and the tournament's in his honor. But tell us about you and Doug. How did the two of you meet? Oh, my goodness. Uh,
1: We met at the Albany Savings Bank over 40 years ago, um, and he was my boss for a short period of time, and we met and got married less than a year later.
0: So a workplace romance. Yes, it was. It's It's nice to know those sometimes work out. They did back then. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And you must have lived happily ever after because you were married how many years? Uh, Over 40. Wow. Yeah. So... He was diagnosed with cancer in 2011, yes, is that correct. right? Yes. So is it too personal to ask about that journey? What no, that not was at like? all. Not at all. Okay, good. Because I know there used to be almost a taboo about having cancer. And when I had it myself, I just found this outpouring of people. Yes. And it's affected so many of us. And I just think it's a good thing to talk about. Mm-hmm. I agree. So tell us, tell us about how that unfolded.
1: Um, he was diagnosed with colon cancer in June of 2011. Unfortunately, it was a very rare cancer uh so we both knew from the beginning that it was he was not going to survive it but um he he was a real trooper and he went through three surgeries down in New York City in the period of three years and where
0: New York Mount Sinai oh wow
1: yes we had a doctor down there um he got all his chemo treatments from New York oncology hematology here in Albany and he uh Finally, he couldn't, couldn't do it anymore, and his, his body gave out. But he, uh, he was a true example of uh, someone who just persevered and didn't let cancer define his life. He continued with his duties at the fire department. He worked up until the time where he couldn't anymore, but uh, he would get a chemo treatment and go back to work the rest oh of the afternoon oh
0: good for him yeah he wow. wore a
1: pack that he got uh, chemo uh, simultaneously for 48 hours and um so he was uh, he was amazing in the way that he handled
0: his cancer journey yeah, and you are too. I mean, just <laughs> able to talk about it like that and also to carry on with this tradition. So how how did the golf tournament start? What was the seed that was planted that made this whole thing take off?
1: It was his buddies at the fire department. He was part of the Gilderland Center Volunteer Fire Department all his life, as his father was. So, um, did he
0: grow up in Gilderland? He grew up in
1: Gilderland Center, oh, right. right on Main Street. Oh, yep, wow. yep, yep. Went to the Helderberg Reformed Church all his life. Uh, and his father, too, was in the fire his department. His father, it, that's very common. Yep, especially back then. His father was in the fire department, so he was as well. Um, and uh, i trying to remember around maybe in the winter time, uh, he died in July. And around maybe January, February, his cousin, Tom Lawton, came over to the house one day and said, we're thinking about doing a golf tournament in Doug's memory, and what would you think? And I said, that would be great. And he uh, asked me if I had any thoughts about a charity. And the very first thing that came to my mind at the first year was CaringBridge, which is a, a free website that anyone who's going through uh, a health crisis can use and uh i used it for three years during doug's entire illness uh so caring
0: bridge caring what, bridge it is what's the address it's for just it? www.caringbridge.org and tell us uh, what that i'm not familiar with that oh, it's what is, um
1: it as i say it doesn't cost anything uh anyone can go on there and set up a site. And uh, for three years, I updated uh, as things were happening with Doug, because I'm sure, as you might know, everyone wants to know what's happening, and it's hard to come home after a long day at the hospital and make phone calls to everyone. So, oh my gosh, probably there had to be more than 100 people that would follow his site and would know. How he's doing if he's back in the hospital. Oh
0: that's wonderful. So you'd post pictures and updates pictures and, and daily your updates family and friends could just anyone log on and see and what read was it. up every day. So we were and in New York is City, there a back yeah. and forth can they leave comments? Yes they can. And then yes they can. Oh, wow. They Isn't can donate in Doug's name
1: which we did and so uh, that was the first thing that came to my mind was what a great way to give back to Caring Bridge so Uh, They held the tournament, and it was successful, and we were able to donate not only to the fire department, but also to Caring Bridge the first year, and that's how it got started. So was Doug a golfer? He was a golfer. Yep. And Uh, where did he golf? He golfed at French's Hollow, um, and for many years, there is a local league called the Choppers, and it's still in existence, and my son-in-law now golfs in the league, um, but Uh, Are you a golfer? I am not a golfer, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm learning a little bit each year. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yes, he was a golfer, and obviously many of his friends, his fellow firemen, uh, they all golfed
0: together. Well, I know because I'm an editor at a newspaper, when someone dies, often there's a first year where there's some kind of like a golf tournament or a fundraiser, but then... I mean, it must be an exhausting thing to organize. It usually doesn't last. You're coming up on your fifth year. Exactly.
1: So how do you explain that? <laughs> well, first of all, I'm extremely proud that we're, we've are we made it this long. Because as you say, yeah. it's very common. Um, the first year, uh, you get a lot of people. Everybody's excited. Everybody's going to work. And then, as the years go on, people get busy and whatever. So there really, there's only about nine of us that really are. I, I'd call us a committee. Obviously, several firemen' um, wives are now involved, which is nice. And uh, we we've we've done it now, and we 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 have learned something every year, and we get bigger and better every year. And everyone loves. We, we purposely call it an outing rather than a tournament because it's fun. It's not, you know, who wins or who loses. Um, and everyone has always told us that they have a really fun day.
0: So give us the details for the upcoming tournament. When, where? Uh, it's July 17th, and it's at Orchard Creek, which it has
1: been all, all these years. Right here on the outskirts of Altamont. Yes, and a beautiful
0: Golf course. Yeah, I'm just sure. describe that for people that might oh, not have gee, been there because it was an
1: apple orchard. Yes, but it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful property and they they have a large, um, I don't know what I'd call it, a pavilion or banquet facility, but we not only do the golf um, we have a light breakfast in the morning. The golfers get lunch on the turn, they call it. It's a hot dog or whatever. Yeah. And then we have a dinner after golf. Usually oh, so it's a
0: full day It's a full of day, around
1: 2.30. We're usually pretty good about staying on time. So around two thirty, three o'clock, we have a dinner this year. We're excited because we've had a uh, buffet chicken and ribs but this year we're doing a steak dinner because some of our participants said they'd like something different. Oh wow steak. Yeah <laughs> we're doing a steak
0: dinner this year. And high high end. Well also it's just such a beautiful setting. It's in the shadow of the Helderbergs and you're kind of golfing in between the apple trees. And yeah it's it's a beautiful really golf nice. course. So yes. if someone's listening and isn't aware of how, to, how do you sign up for this? What do you do? Probably the best thing at this point is I can give you Tom Lawton's email
1: um, and his email is trl12203 at yahoo.com and Tom happens to be Doug's cousin and and again a fireman um, and so he's one of the people that can accept a registration and
0: Great. Yep. Well, I know when we talked briefly on the phone, you had talked to me about the brotherhood of the firefighters. And I wish you could just tell me a bit about that. Um,
1: it, I think it really is an example of a brotherhood, especially here in a small town, Gilderland Center. Um, most of the firemen that are in their, say, 50s and 60s and some 70s, they've been firemen together all their lives. And so they do have a brotherhood. And um, the the golf outing, I think, is a perfect example of, you know, they, they got together and decided because they lost one of their own who meant a lot to them, they wanted to do something to remember him. And uh, so it's just a unique brotherhood, I think.
0: Yeah, because they're... Putting their lives on the line oh, when yes. they're doing, and plus all those hours and it's hours a lot of, of work. training. Yes, what is it like to be a firefighter's wife? Were you involved <laughs> in the auxiliary at all? I no,
1: I I was not. I um, uh, Doug was involved before we met, uh, mm-hmm. so I always I always felt it was his his, his hobby. Domain. Yes, yeah. So I was not involved. I certainly would go to installation dinners and things like yeah. that, and back years ago, before we had children, he was on the firemen softball league, so you know, we'd go to that, but um, it's just, you have to be understanding because there, as you say, there are weekly drills, there are monthly meetings, he was also treasurer, so he was at the fire department a lot, so you have to be understanding, and he, it's a Christmas, I remember, that he had to leave because there was a fire call, so... you
0: never know when there's exactly. going to be a call, in the exactly. middle of the night. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, tell me about your children. Uh, we have two daughters, okay, um, and
1: they are grown and in their thirties, early thirties, and they have children of their own. Um, oh, so you're a grandmother. I am a grandmother you're a very of young three. Grandmother. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Thank
0: you. <laughs> so, how did they ever get involved in the fire brotherhood now sisterhood kind of thing? Or no? Nope. Nope. no. Nope. It was do, just Doug. Do they? participate in the golf
1: they tournament? certainly do yeah. um our oldest daughter trina shans and she is a golfer so she and her husband golf uh our youngest daughter pamela wallison she helps on the registration um so we they, they're certainly so involved it's a family sort of thing are they Very nearby so. or do I'm, they have
0: to travel to get here pam
1: is in clifton park and trina's in rotterdam oh perfect so they're, yes.
0: yes so tell us what that day is like for your family. Does it kind of feel like Doug's alive again, you know, because all these people are coming together who knew him? Or... Um,
1: <laughs> I don't know as I'd say that. No, okay. But it, I think, at least for the family, it's just an honor that, you know, I mean, there are certainly, uh, unfortunately, many people that are widows or widowers. Um, and there's some there that day. Mm-hmm. But. How lucky am I that a whole town comes together once a year in my husband's memory? Yeah, so it's, it, I think wonderful. of it more as an honor that, you know, obviously, uh, you know, I certainly miss him and I remember him and honor him. But to think that there's a day where 120 people are
0: there under his name, it just it honors me as well. That is nice. I this is another difficult topic. I mean, being a widow is that I can't imagine it, you know? And you're really young. It's just how do you how do you cope with that? <laughs> well, it's
1: certainly it's not easy. Um it's lonely and uh it's you miss your spouse. I tell people when you've been with someone for 40 years by your side and then all of a sudden they're not, it's very difficult to try to find a new way of life. And uh, it's been five years, and I'm still trying to figure that out, but I'm very lucky. I I have my health, um, and I have a wonderful family, and I have three grandchildren that mean the world to me. And uh, so I just... Take it a day at a time and keep trying to do the best to, to keep going and uh, find some happiness, even though I miss him tremendously.
0: Well, you seem to have done it. You're just um, kind of radiating warmth <laughs> across the table here. <laughs> and I can imagine it would be easy to feel sorry for yourself. but You don't seem to be that kind of person. <laughs> Tell us a little about your grandchildren. Oh, my goodness. Um, I have a three-year-old named Craig.
1: Then I have a 5-year-old whose name is Lawton, which is Doug's last name and my last name. And then I have an 8-year-old named Alexis. And uh, Alexis got to be with her. He called him Papa. Alexis was with her Papa for a few years, which was lovely. Um, So she has a memory. She has a memory. They all know about him. They know him in a picture. And uh, we try to certainly tell stories about him and let them know about him.
0: Um, Well, and they know in how their mother was raised, because that's just passed on through generations. Yes, it is. So it's part of yes. who they are. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But um, are they part of the tournament, de- or the outing, I should well, call Well, they're still a little too young. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: But you never know if we keep going. As they get older, they can help. But no, they're they're a little too young, and I think it's a day where, number one, we're busy, and we got things to do, and their parents are busy, or hopefully... Uh, you know having a a great day so no
0: they've not been involved yet but I have a feeling they will be yep yep (laughs) (laughs) well are there any things that we haven't touched on that you think are important for people to know we're closing out our time Uh, and definitely definitely our charity this year Okay.
1: Um, our charity this year is the Veterans Miracle Center. Oh,
0: so it's not the um, Bridge. What was
1: it? called? Oh, Caring. That was just no. the first year. Oh, the first year we were able to donate twenty seven hundred dollars to Caring Bridge. Okay, we did New York Oncology Hematology for the past three years because that's where your husband was yes, treated, and they have a foundation that gives right to patients. And um, we gave them over $12,000 in three years as a donation. And
0: they're located right in Albany? Right on Patroon Creek
1: off of Washington Avenue. Yep. And then this year we're excited because it's the Veterans Miracle Center, which is a wonderful spot um, in Albany on Railroad Avenue that supplies items to vets at no cost. And it could be personal hygiene items, food, clothing. They actually have... I, I call it like a store. And so that is our charity this year, in addition to obviously the fire department. Um, so we're real excited
0: about that. We're going to yeah, have special things. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up because yep. I just thought it was Caring Bridge all throughout. No, no. So the Veterans Miracle, you say it's on Railroad Avenue? Railroad Avenue in Albany. And is it something veterans can just walk in to? I believe or? they make an appointment, but okay. yes, they come in
1: and they can pick out things that they need. And so, if we uh, have
0: veterans listening that might need something, exactly, <laughs> there for them. Exactly. So, was your husband a veteran? Nope. nope. His father was. So, His father is that was. what made you think of it that family? No, connection? I think when we were looking, we, we look
1: for a charity, we, we liked something that's local mm-hmm. and that gives to local people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's how we picked it. Obviously, the fire department and the veterans have a tie. And we just thought it would be a great way to go, and we're excited. We're, we're this year, we're because of the charity, we're going to have someone singing the national anthem in the morning. We're gonna have oh, nice. Do you yeah. have
0: you picked out the singer? Um, yes,
1: and unfortunately, I don't remember, I don't know his name because okay. somebody else is doing that. <laughs> All right. Um, but we have the, um, the American Legion, the Helderberg Post. 977 American Legion riders, and they are going to do a flag oh, line.
0: That's so. Yep. They're wonderful. They're right down the road yes, here exactly. in Altamont, yep. and they really take it seriously and yes. it gives you goosebumps <laughs> to yes. watch them so we're very excited about that that's great yep. Yep. oh I'm so glad you have you got anything else that um <laughs> uh that Nancy's I, reading off of a list <laughs> looking and I'm in thinking my notes. boy I must have missed some other really important <laughs> no nope, nope just that
1: um we do we have corporate sponsors every year and I should mention uh BBL construction has been a corporate sponsor for four five straight years including this year
0: and do they have some connection with the fire department uh-huh. they know Uh, just that they know
1: of us Uh and people that we know that know them and that obviously they're very charitable um we have a company called point source group that one of my son-in-laws works for and they've been a corporate sponsor for four years and then this year we have also lion who which formerly was called X, and that's fire equipment i believe and martin harding and Mazzotti is another corporate sponsor this year so we're in so addition you're growing to, not just we're in growing. participants, but growing in sponsorships. Wow, that's impressive. Yep, yep, yep. And tea, we usually have I don't know 20, 20 or thirty tea sponsors every year. So we have sponsors that we're I so am thankful not a golfer, for.
0: So tell me what a tea sponsor. Well, um, <laughs>
1: they 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 give us a donation, and then they have a sign at each of the teas. teas I see, um, advertising their company, or if they want to do it in memory of Doug, but um every it's just nice that so many people support us in in their donations and then we can pass it along uh to to our charity and we do a raffle every year and Last year, I think the, the winner got out $1,300, I believe it was. It's a 50-50 raffle,
0: so we really we, wow, we do a lot. and this is all organized by a committee of nine?
1: Yes, it is. And can I say their names? Yes, please okay. do. Do you guys work on it all year long? We usually start usually by January. We start in January, and That's we do just it. just
0: a lot. Yes, yes, <laughs> okay, it is. Let's hear, the, let's well, hear their names.
1: Uh, our committee is Tom and Patty Lawton. Christine and Bill West, Bill Dvorak, Bert Frederick, Ed Makhowski, and Clayton Ash, and myself. Well,
0: they let's give them some yes. applause. They all they put <laughs> a lot of time and effort into it. And uh, oh wow! Well, thank you, Nancy, and we will be thinking of Doug on his day. I appreciate that. Thank you very much.